This is In Plain Language, presented by Multi the Blue Tiger Dual Language Children's Books. I'm Kelsey, your host, and I'm truly so excited that you're here. This podcast will bring you game-changing information on language, speech, and how we can help kids celebrate their one-of-a-kind voices in simple, easy-to-digest ways. In other words, you won't have to Google this stuff after dinner tonight, because we know you don't have time for that. Be sure to pick up your copy of Multi Blue Tiger on Amazon today to help your kids learn new languages and embrace their unique voice. And stay tuned for genius tips from today's experts. You already know just how important language development is for kids. It affects how your child will be able to communicate with you, friends, teachers, and the rest of the world for years to come. Children who have a large vocabulary are able to express themselves better, learn new things faster, and tend to have greater success in learning to read and advancing in their reading level throughout their time in school. At this time in their lives, exposure is crucial, says Veronica Davis-Quiroz, a former foreign language teacher based in Waukesha, Wisconsin. You know, children need to be exposed to so much language, whether it's their native language, whether it's a second language. Language development is supported by the little things you do with your child every day. Delayed language development has been linked to trouble in school, social difficulties, and behavioral problems. But there are five important things you can do to help your child's language skills flourish, whether they're learning their native language or another language. These strategies don't stand independently from each other. It's important to weave all of them into your child's daily life so that they can reach and surpass speech and language milestones throughout the years. So let's start with tip number one out of five. You already know just how important it is to speak to your child often, but keep in mind that it's never too early to start and that even baby talk like wah-wah and bye-bye counts, says Diane Paul, the Director of Clinical Issues in Speech-Language Pathology at the American Speech-Language Hearing Association. Some parents think that using baby talk might have a negative effect on language development, but it actually can help. Um, Parents and older siblings naturally use baby talk. Uh, They use a higher pitch, they exaggerate what they say, they use shorter sentences, a lot of repetition. And this kind of talk, which is also called motherese, fatherese, child-directed talk, is really meant just for the child. And the child hears it and thinks, oh, I should pay attention. This is for me. Now, it's important that you still have good language models, appropriate speech, appropriate grammar. So you don't want to simplify too much. But the occasional use of baby talk, it's not going to hurt language development, and it might even help. In fact, one study by University of Edinburgh researchers Mitsuhiko Oda, Nicola Davies-Jenkins, and Barbara Scarabella, published in the journal Cognitive Science, found that diminutive speech, such as words ending in the Y sound, like piggy, or repeating certain syllables like mama, developed larger vocabularies between 9 and 21 months of age. The researchers showed that the more baby talk words that infants were exposed to, actually the quicker they grasped language. 
So words that ended in end in Y, they're called diminutives, like tummy, mommy, doggy, daddy, or words that repeat sounds, it's called reduplication, like choo-choo, night-night, actually could help infants identify words in speech. And probably the reason is that, again, it's signaling to the baby, this talk is just for me. Pay attention. But that leads us to tip number two. Although baby talk may actually bolster your child's language development, it's important to also regularly use language that's slightly more advanced than their current level, says Paul. Well, I think it's important for teachers and parents to remember that quantity of talk does matter. So it's good to talk a lot to your child, and this helps build vocabulary. But the quality of the interaction also matters. So you want to use language stimulating techniques that would establish joint attention. So both you and the child are focused on the same object, activities, uh, develop routines, use connected language. You don't want to sound too choppy in the language that you use. So you don't want to like reduce it to um, boy, go, throw a ball. You use full sentences. You want to throw the ball. Great, here it is. Why don't you go get your book? Let's read instead of read book. And the other thing you might do is if a child says read book, you'd say you want to read your book. Why don't you go get one? And you are then expanding what they're saying. So you're connecting your language or responding in your language to what they're saying and building on it. Use language that's a little bit above the level of the child. So if you know that your child is starting to put two words together, use three, four words in your sentences. Don't go too complex uh, that they don't attend to what you're saying, but don't read don't simplify to the level of the child so that they don't have an aspirational model. Other thing, we use language for a lot of different reasons. We reach people, ask questions, make requests. So you want to make sure that when you're talking to your child, you help your child use language for lots of different purposes. So you don't just ask a question like, what do you want? And all they have to do is say a single word. Um, you might model longer utterances or ask them more open-ended questions so that they use language for different reasons. Tip number three out of five. It's so important for us all to know typical language development milestones for every age and what activities can help your child reach those milestones. Visit the links in this episode's description to find resources from the American Speech Language Hearing Association that detail what exactly those milestones are. And in the meantime, follow these simple and smart activities that Paul recommends for every age. If a child is um, the early, very early stages of language development, birth two years, it's important to know that it's not just about words respond to nonverbal communication like gestures, facial expression. It's a way to build 
interactions, social connections, and those early conversations. Now from two to four years, hearing stories and telling stories is so important. Actually, reading is important at any age and reading from birth. And then you would get more elaborated and talk more about the story as the child gets older. And it's not just reading books and reading the exact words in the books, show pictures of familiar people and places and tell stories about what's happening and make up your own story in addition to using the vast resources of the library and books that you have. And then for older children, four to six years, you know, um, there's so much now with screen time, um, TV, digital uh, devices. And what's important there is to watch movies, watch TV, look at tablets together, talk about what's happening, talk about what the child's watching, have her guess what might happen next in a story, talk about the characters, are they happy, are they sad? act out scenes together, then the devices themselves don't just stay static. They really come alive and they're interactive and they're going to be around anyway, so you might as well use them in a way that fosters communication and interaction. Now, tip number four. If your child is learning another language beyond their first, the ways you should encourage language development by age are similar. Davis Quiroz has her own favorite tips by age that she used in her classroom to help kids learn another language and that she recommends you use at home as well. So if you start with zero to three, my favorites, of course, were songs and dance um, because it's very multisensory. It's very interactive. So children can sing along and they might not be able to, um, now I say obviously not at the zero age group, but be in the, more so in the two and three year olds. They will, similar to how they learn Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, um, you know, where they, they listen and the next thing you know, they're kind of starting to repeat the words and mimic what they hear. Um, so it's always really exciting to see when, you know, just after working with them for a few weeks or sometimes months, depending on the child, some just like to sit back and observe, but then all of a sudden they just join in and they feel a part of it. Um, for kids age more closer to the four to six age range, they're a bit more verbal, um, they have more coordination, so you can get still songs and movements, but um, one of my favorites are stories and books, and, because it really promotes a lot of question and answer, um, it kind of, it's something more relatable to them. It's sometimes it can be a relevant story that they might already be familiar with. And so then that provides the context. So when you introduce it in another language, it's a lot easier for them to comprehend. With the older children, it was, um, they could create their own games, create their own memory cards, create their own board games. And that was, uh, they they loved to be able to do that just because they could add in their own pictures. Um, I loved it because it gave them an opportunity to write. And uh, that's often, it helps with muscle memory, it helps with retention of the words and retention of the vocabulary. And so it just made it a lot more fun. It wasn't just 
you know, um, repetition or flashcards or anything like that. Um, it just became a bit more engaging. And then they could also retell it to their uh, table partners or whoever was, you know, they had asked to work with that day. Um, so it really came down to, I guess if I had to summarize what my favorite activities were with um, teaching languages to kids. And again, I, I, I focused on the younger ages of say ages two to 14. Um, were songs, um, storybooks, and giving um, some sort of a cultural tie-in, um, some experience. Like, uh, say, for instance, if we did a, a, a special holiday, like the Day of the Dead, we would create um, more hands-on activities with creating, recreating an altar in the classroom of what that would look like. They really enjoyed that part of it, too. At home, you can also read bilingual books together, look up bilingual songs on YouTube or Spotify, watch cartoons in another language together, or label items in your home with words in the new language if your child is old enough to read. Finally, tip number five. Leverage words to not only help your child's language development grow, but also to foster social-emotional learning, which will help your child effectively understand and manage their emotions, grow and maintain positive relationships, and thrive at school around their peers and teachers. With a story, what you can do is mimic that dialogue. Um, where I would start with was um, mimicking the introduction. So say, hello, my name is Veronica. What's your name? You know, como te llamas? And then go on into how are you doing today? And that was a really exciting part because it introduced, especially nowadays when you talk about social emotional learning and it's a big topic in education today, um, it really allowed for them to learn words. I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. I'm not having a good day. And then it would often expand into I'm upset, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm exhausted, like big words, especially for these little ones. I was always amazed at how they just kind of clung on to those because it, I guess it opened a door for them to be able to express themselves. And, um, you know, if I might, if I may go back to Multi the Blue Tiger, you have some of those words in there, you know, the tiger feels lonely, feels sad. So it's, being able to introduce that language to the children and allows them to for uh, more opportunities for self-expression. So let's summarize. Tip number one, talk to your child often and early, and don't be afraid to use baby talk because it may actually benefit their language development. Tip number two, while baby talk is fine, also be sure to use connected language that's a level above your child's current speaking ability so they have an aspirational model to look up to. Tip number three, know the language milestones expected at every age. You can find this information by visiting the American Speech Language Hearing Association resources listed in this episode's description. Be sure to also use the activities Paul recommended to promote language learning at every age. Tip number four, Similar activities work for kids learning another language, and Davis Quiroz stresses that interactive activities, reading, and songs can be especially helpful for language learning. Tip number five, use language learning as an opportunity to practice social-emotional learning with your child as well. 
by mimicking conversations and storybooks together to help your child practice expressing their own feelings. These are five great tips to get started with promoting your child's language development. But the most important thing is to just speak and read to your kids as much as possible every day. Books will expose your kids to an entirely new set of vocabulary than what you would use on a daily basis in conversation, especially if it's a bilingual book in two languages, like Malty the Blue Tiger. Interact with and respond to your child as much as you can, and their language skills will develop naturally. As a result, these skills will help them thrive in school, in relationships with friends and family, and in everyday life. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of In Plain Language, presented by Multi the Blue Tiger Duo Language Children's Books. We want to answer the questions you have about speech and language. Email us with your questions at inplainlanguage at multithebluetiger.com and we'll answer them for you. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the book, available in English and Spanish or English and French on Amazon today. The Multi the Blue Tiger community is all about celebrating the words that bring us together and the things that make us each one of a kind. And I'm so happy that you're here to join. I'll see you on the next episode.